0: Josh Duggar's Frazzledrip Pizzagate, Child Pornography, the Family Research Council, and the Duggar Family Cult. This is the Federal Chronicles Radio Show Special Edition for May the 4th, 2021. Jason O and I, Eric Runderking Fisk, discuss the history behind the arrest of Josh Duggar by the U.S. Marshals and Homeland Security on the charges of downloading and possessing child pornography. In this episode, we explain how Bill Gothard's Advanced Training Institute from the Institute and in Basic Life Principles teaches students how sexual molestation and child rape victims are to blame for their own assault. If that's not gaslighting, I don't know what the hell is. Could it be that the Learning Channel that broadcasts the Duggars' 19 Kids in Counting and Counting On are somehow responsible for some of this? Could the legions of fans of this show who fawn over these reality TV show celebrities via their social media accounts be enablers to actual child abduction, rape, and murder? You know, the children who were in those pictures and videos Josh Duggar was enjoying when his wife Anna was taking care of their six, soon to be seven, children. Imagine for a moment, what if a cable network did a reality TV show on the making of the Fedora Chronicles radio show and offered us millions of dollars? Would Jay and I have the strength to say no, or would we demand concessions on their contracts? Or could we get a better class of groupies? All this and more on this special episode of the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show. Always make sure that your soundboard is on before you start recording. Just, just as a friendly reminder, that the free piece of advice. I usually charge thirty-five dollars an hour, but for you folks, this is free. This is a That's this right. is a free piece we're of advice. Only for
1: the listeners of the Door Chronicles podcast.
0: Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I woke up in a panic this morning because I asked myself, "Does Jay even remember what we're doing this episode on?"
1: Uh, let me alleviate that horror for you. No, I don't. I don't remember.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus! This is going to be. A, I th- I thought we were going to be talking about Josh Duggar's
1: arrest. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We had, we had talked about this yesterday, at the end of the day. I was getting ready to get out of work, see? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's and it, it. That's the ticket.
0: And I drove by my girlfriend's house, Morgan yeah. Fairchild. Yeah. <laughs> whom i've seen okay make so
1: i think it probably because i had to look it up there's oh. gonna be a few people in the audience who need to know who uh, josh duggar is
0: well if you are if you've been listening to the podcast for more than six or seven years you'll know that that's how far you have to go back before we start talking we did a show about this topic I think in passing, in brief, I think we did a segment of the Fedora Chronicles radio show. It was either with you or with Doug. I don't think I don't know if it was with Walt Schnabel, Um, but I think that we actually did talk about Josh Duggar's molestation charges of his sisters, of his sisters and a babysitter and a couple of other daughters of the families of friends in their in their in their click in their unit as it were and this is obviously a a, a very sensitive topic because we're talking yep. about a a, a a whole host of difficult things and this is probably going to make a lot of people feel very uncomfortable yeah am i am i wrong
1: Nope. all nope. right
0: and on top of that I know that we have a couple of listeners who are, um, evangelical Christians, I think would be the best way to describe some of our listeners. Not all of them, obviously. Yeah. So I know that we do have family members who consider themselves evangelical Christians Mm -hmm. who listen to the show as well, or just plain old vanilla Christians who believe in family values. Am I, am I wrong? No, not at all. All right. This is going to be a a very uncomfortable episode for a lot of people. And I hate to say this. This is one of those times when you really do need to feel uncomfortable. You really do need to re-examine what you think you know about what it is to be a, quote, good Christian, unquote. And what do family values mean, and it's not i I don't think it is or it should be a code word or it's a or it's a label it's like if you say that you believe in family values it doesn't mean it's like you believe in family values but you believe in something else and um there are a couple of people that i can think of who are devout christians and i think that they are huge fans of the show counting on that's on the learning channel is the learning channel that that it's on yeah,
1: tlc yeah.
0: tlc um and we're going to go after a couple of sacred cows here yeah um so we need to like sort of like begin with what happened last week and what happened with josh duggar is that he was arrested by the u.s marshals for receiving and being in the possession of child pornography We're not clear how much child pornography he has. And by the way, when we talk about child pornography, there's there's no consent with the children. When you think of pornography, you think of both parties and all parties being consenting. No, no. What you're actually watching when you're watching child pornography is the documentation of child rape. It doesn't it doesn't get any easier than that. It doesn't get that. There's no other way to softball it, Jay. No. Okay. And one of the things that I had discovered over the past couple of years is that there are a lot of people out there who are just disgusting, loathsome human beings. And there's no excuse for child pornography. No. It's just simply evil. If child pornographers and pedophiles, they don't have a disease, they don't have a mental illness, they're not sick they're evil. It's evil. There's no way to sugarcoat this either. Child pornographers and child rapists are evil. And I'm yep. I'm I'm sure that we're probably going to get lots of hate mail for saying this, but I don't care. This is it this is a stand that I have to take. Yeah. Child pornographers and child rapists and molesters are evil. Yep. It's not a sickness, it's not a disease, it's not a mental disorder, it's not a sexual orientation. It's evil yep okay um and this is a hill i'm willing to die on if if people want to say to us it's not that bad or or it's a mental illness or it's like people can't help themselves i'm i'm sorry i don't care this is one of those instances where i say i don't care it's evil yep um and as a father of of two young men uh I am overly protective of my kids, and I totally understand that. We've had a couple of incidences where there were some scary people who we had to part company with. Um, One incidence that I can remember is that when my son was about three years old, we had a babysitter who would like take him. She would take him, and and she would not tell us where she was taking him. She was taking him out of town. We didn't even know where. Once or twice, maybe three times. And I said, I need to know where you're taking my son. And she said, what do you care?
1: Oh, fuck you, bitch.
0: That was it. And basically, she quit before I could get the words out, you're fired.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, it's because she realized that that was the wrong thing to say.
0: Well, I'm just going to like just a quick sidebar. And I don't know how this happened. We were at Dunkin' Donuts yesterday in Keene, New Hampshire. And I placed my order, a cup of coffee for myself, one of the refreshers from my wife, two bacon, egg and cheese wraps, and a sausage, egg and cheese on an English muffin. Easy. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting in line and six or seven people came in. They made their, they made their order. They got their order completed. They got their food and they just walked out after the, they eight, huh? They didn't pay. No, no, they paid. I mean, of course, oh, okay. they okay. paid. I, they, they made their order and they, they left. I, whether or not they paid or yep. not is really. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And by the way, my wife is in the car and we just got a COVID shot. Uh huh. And after a while, I went up and I said, listen, I've watched six or seven people order their food. We didn't get ours. Well, what, what's what's going on? And there yeah. was somebody else's bag, somebody by the name of Karen. Appropriate. Appropriate took my bag and walked out with it. And Gosh. the woman, the manager behind the counter just like looked. And for whatever reason, she was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. So she went to the guy who is, I think he's a little slow mm-hmm. said, you better remake this order. I swear to God, this guy is going to kill me with his bare eyes. Please just hurry <laughs> up, and make this fucking order. And he panicked a little instead of giving us 2 wake up, raps, he gave us three. And we're, 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 driving to the country store where we get our medicine for our horse. And I told my wife this, in, this incident, and I looked at her and I says, do I look like I have killer eyes? And she said, yes.
1: <laughs> I love the moment of hesitation before right. the response.
0: <laughs> hmm, let me think about that. Yes. <laughs> Apparently when I get angry, I have killer eyes. And I think that this woman who was taking now, it turns out that she was taking my son to go visit this other elderly old lady. But she wouldn't tell us where she, where they if she had a fucking heart attack or she got into a, a car accident. How would we know?
1: Right. And what is it? Why is it difficult to think that the parents would want and have a right to know right. where their child is? Right. If they're young enough to be babysat. How is that something that you think of as none of their business? Uh, Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get that at all.
0: I I don't understand either. I honestly don't. I don't understand why, why would you not want to tell? Unless, of course, it was a horrible neighborhood and you knew that we would say, no, I don't want my kid going there.
1: Right. Unless you're doing, there's something about that that is untoward. Why would you hide that? Why would you think you would need to?
0: You also have to realize that we talk a lot about kids who disappear. We talk a lot about kids who are abducted and how kids are. And there's, there's, there's no easy way to say it. It's that's every parent's nightmare. Yeah. So my wife had said to me in a conversation about what we were going to be talking about. I am overly sensitive about this. I am overly sensitive about child abuse and child rape for various reasons. I'm an abuse survivor.
1: I was going to say, I don't think it's overly sensitive. I think you're appropriately sensitive.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So last week, Thursday, Josh Duggar was arrested for being in possession and receiving child porn. And he had, I'm not sure the exact figure, but he had a lot and over on Reddit, there is a lengthy thread about the charges and, and we'll, uh, and we'll link to the thread on the show page. Um, yeah. and the, the name of the show is Josh Duggar's private Drip. rip yeah. because we did an episode, Jay one of our most popular episodes on the Fedora Chronicles radio show happens to be the episode where we separate the fact and fiction behind Frazzledrip and Pizzagate. Um, And that was a very difficult episode to do. Now, if we're going to go after people like John and Tony Podesta and the weird shit that they are involved in and their pedophile light child porn light paintings and and we say this man is uh, these men these brothers are obviously evil yes there's no way that you could look at john and tony podesta and look at their art collection i use that in air quotes they're evil men we talked about was it mayfair or wayfair or it's like they're selling these these cabinets with the, the names of abducted children And that's a little, that's sick. Now,
1: well, it's either sick or or one hell of a fucking coincidence.
0: It's it's one hell of a coincidence. Yeah. We talked about Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden allegedly has evidence on his computer or one of his computers that he was engaged in child prostitution in China, and the Ukraine, on top of everything else. Right. So we can't talk about those two. And not talk about Josh Duggar. Even though that Josh Duggar is a, quote, Christian conservative, unquote.
1: I don't want to have anything in common with that bastard. That
0: no. sick son of a bitch. Josh Duggar is a sick son of a bitch. But that doesn't make an excuse for him. He's, he has a sick, twisted, disease mind. Pure and simple.
1: Yep. So
0: there are other things that are going on simultaneously. Over the the previous weekend, he and his wife, Anna, announced that baby number seven is going to be a girl.
1: It makes you wonder about the emotional and mental health of his children. This is a guy who molested his own sisters. So clearly, family is not out of the realm of his children predilections and they have seven kids now or are going to soon have seven kids this
0: from his wikipedia page josh duggar's wikipedia page joshua james duggar is an american former television personality and political activist he is best known for his appearances on the television series 19 kids and counting and counting on the eldest child of michelle and jim Boggs duggar 19 children Duggar was the executive director of FRC Action, a lobbying political action committee or APAC sponsored by the Family Research Council from June 2013 to May 2015, when news broke that he had molested multiple underage girls, including four of his sisters, when he was aged 14 to 15. Revelations that Duggar had molested five girls between 2002 and 2003 and had been a member of the website Ashley Madison led to the cancellation of 16 kids and counting in July 16, 2015. Duggar's publicity woes were named the big top 10 scandals of 2015 by USA Today and the Washington Post listed Duggar as one of the 15, 15 people the internet hated most in 2015. Um, I, I don't think that it's just 2015, but I'll let that go. On <laughs> April, April 29th, 2021, meaning last week, Duggar was arrested by the U.S. Marshals on child pornography charges. So we can go on and, and talk ad nauseum about his political career as being a political activist and t- talking about how, well, you we know, we, we have to be better people. We have to get right with God. We have to do the right thing the blah, 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 yeah. blah. And he has close associations with this family research council that I think that we're going to talk about later.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the problem that I have, and I help me to understand this, Jay, how how is it that when the news came out six years ago that Josh Duggar was molesting girls, including his own, his own sisters, and allegedly people in their community, as it were, when they used to have people come on over for for play dates, when these giant families would have these huge gatherings with all these people, how do you do that yeah. now?
1: Well, how do you let your kid go over that house? Right? I mean, what is going through your mind? You know, oh, they're good Christian folk. Their son has an issue, though. Right. I mean, how how does that, how do you, how do you allow your child to be exposed to anything even similar to what might be going on in that house? Right. How you how do you do that as a parent? Seriously, how how does how does anyone do that? I mean, when my kids were younger, they're all adults now, but when my kids were younger, there were certain houses that they weren't allowed to go into. Period. Not because we knew anything was going on because there was a cloud of suspicion upon the house. And I'm not going to take that chance with my kids. Right. And to my knowledge, none of my children have been molested. And out of four kids, statistically, that's an anomaly, which is horrifying.
0: Yeah. And when the news came out that Josh Duggar's parents knew that Josh was molesting his sisters and other girls in the neighborhood or in the community, as it were, Mm -hmm. they sent him to counseling with the family research council and they part of his counseling was <laughs> a firm talking to
1: by a st- oh that'll learn him.
0: yep by a state trooper who is now in prison <laughs> for child rape um,
1: i was gonna say dare i ask
0: dare you ask go ahead jay ask
1: yeah ask so why is his why is he in prison child rape of course
0: molestation and
1: Kind of makes you wonder who won that argument.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And of course, Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar looked, Megan Kelly.
1: Oh, dear God, I forgot that was his first name, Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Go, oh, my heavens. Yes, continue. Okay.
0: When Jim Bob Duggar and his wife, Michelle, who looks at him, with these loving eyes that can only be replicated through another Stepford wife and says, we took care of this. He's okay now. We prayed it away. Yeah. We prayed it away. God is taking care of all of this. Okay. And he's gone to therapy in ministry. We've taken care of this. We take care of this within the family. And there are various people out there on the interwebs. And I'm trying to find this, because the thing is, is that I have, I, have, I have so many windows open doing show research, Jay. It's almost <laughs> embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I know. I, my, my browser was getting slow, and I was like, why the hell is it so? Oh, look, I've got 750 tabs open. Yay. Mm-hmm. Continue, though. There's
0: a woman out there who has a website And uh, her name is Emily, but you can call her M. And she had posted this back in May 2018. And she was very active on the internet discussing this phenomenon. And I'm just going to read you this really quickly. Um, After growing up in a home with domestic violence and being raised a fundamentalist, being raised in a fundamentalist, patriarchal cult for 23 years, I made the courageous, reckless, decision to walk away from everything I knew and embark on what has become the most wild ride of my life. What started out as a personal journey transformed into a mission to both spread awareness about the life-changing effects of trauma and to teach others how to find true healing. Thriving Forward was founded on the belief that through the blood of Jesus Christ and by His grace, anyone who has endured life-altering trauma can do more than just survive trauma. They can learn how to thrive. And you can click on her blog and read all about her story, which I have on her website, Uh thrivingforwardblog.com. And basically, she has had a lot of traffic on her site since the re- revelations of Josh Duggar trafficking in child porn or documented child rape, as a lot of us like to call
1: it. Yeah. Well, when she, someone can't consent.
0: Right. She goes on to talk about how the hell could this happen? How could this happen? And how is it allowed to happen?
1: Yeah. Now, I want to make something clear yep. here. I I am religious. I do believe in God and Jesus Christ. I do. However, that being said, you're not going to pray the gay away. You're not going to pray the predatory instinct of your demented, sick freak of a child away. It's not going to happen. That's just all there is to it. It's
0: just... and 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 I can get into that more if you'd like later. Now, Emily had posted three days ago, while we were on the topic of the Duggars and the cult they represent, ATI, I would like to share some pictures of the material that Bill Gothard created to counsel victims of sexual abuse. I grew up in ATI. I grew up in ATI as well and was personally counseled and groomed by Bill Gothard so I can personally attest to the validity of the following teachings. If you remember back in 2015, a police report was released detailing how Josh Duggar, a minor, had repeatedly molested four of his younger sisters and a babysitter. Bill Gothard confirmed at the time that he was involved in counseling the family after the abuse was discovered. And here's what they have taught them. So she reposts something that she had shared. Basically, what they say is, is that if you are a if you were a Christian woman and you've been molested or raped. That somehow it's your fault in ATI. That's what the ATI teaches. Somehow, Mm -hmm. somehow you're responsible. You led him on or you did something to let him know that it was all right.
1: I'm getting pretty fucking tired of these religions blaming women for the actions of men. So, yeah, go ahead.
0: So, and see, she shares with the rest of the world a page out of the ATI text book. Why did God let a four-year-old boy be molested by a 15-year-old neighbor? One, to teach him his responsibility to cry out to God for help. Wow. Okay. When a victim does not cry out or immediately tells his authority tells his authority he will carry around a sense of guilt, which Satan will then use for condemnation and further defeat. It would therefore be important for your son to confess his failure, his failure to do this and ask God to forgive him. So somehow,
1: somehow it's the boy's fault. Somehow it's, it's,
0: it's somehow it's your, and they put the word victim in air quotes or they put it in quotes. Really? yes fuck like if you don't cry out for help to god you are equally guilty
1: the implication being is you deserve it
0: pretty much to motivate him to dedicate his body to god this is part two of why did god let a four-year-old boy be molested by a 15-year-old neighbor Romans twelve two explains the importance of every believer presenting his body as a living sacrifice to God. Once this is done, our body is no longer belongs to us. It belongs to God. This concept is important in order to avoid bitterness. Your son is able to say that neighbor did not molest my body. He molested God's body and God's judgment is upon him for doing that.
1: In a sick, twisted way, I can get why they would teach that. I don't agree with it, but I, I can get where they get it, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. This made me sick a little inside. I actually, I actually threw up a little bit in my mouth when I read number three, to give him a moral vaccination against future temptations. God will severely judge the 15-year-old boy for the evil that he did. However, your son can turn what was meant for evil into good. The vaccinations we received for various diseases contains a small amount of the actual disease. Our immune system builds up a reaction to it so that our body is exposed to the disease. It is prepared to fight it off. A similar result can occur in life, in the life of your son, if you know, this matter is handled in a scriptural way.
1: You know, whenever people start mixing religion and science, is usually when shit goes to pot.
0: This is when shit goes sideways. Number four, yeah. number four, to transform aroused desires to spiritual power. When molestation takes place, sexual desires are often awakened. Sexual energy, however, can be transformed into spiritual power as we yield the members of our body to the Lord on a daily basis and hide God's word in our heart. Scripture refers to sexual desires as coming from our own innermost being somehow. So going forward with a lot of this and looking at the other pages here,
1: how does this offer anyone any comfort? How is this comforting to someone that your, your kid was molested?
0: I'm just going to quickly go over. I just want to go over these other real quickly. These other from six to 12 to concentrate on God's hatred of sodomy to confirm the importance of avoiding evil companions to learn how to deserve, discern evil companions to work out justice and mercy to help parents understand the basis of genius.
1: Not sure if I'm
0: that's kind of this weird kind of twisted but- shit.
1: That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Continue.
0: To see the need for a daily schedule for the best use of time. It's your fault you were raped when you were four years old because you didn't have a a better time management.
1: And number 12. I get get that. What the fuck? Go ahead.
0: Now, here's the other thing. To remind the father to pray a daily hedge of protection.
1: Uh, Because it's not just... The victim, quote unquote, victim's fault in their eyes. It's also mom and dad's fault. Right. Which is about as close as I'll get to agreeing with any of this shit. Yeah. Because it it certainly doesn't have anything to do with that evil bastard's own free agency and ability to choose how they behave. That has nothing to do with it.
0: Because you didn't pray hard enough for a hedge of protection. Your kid was raped at the age of four.
1: Right, that, and this, this comforts people in some way, right? This is what they believe. They believe that they're offering comfort and guidance to people who have been through this horrific experience by telling them this bullshit. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with people, man?
0: I don't know. No, I mean, I honestly, I honestly don't, I don't know.
1: i I don't i don't get it i'm i how and how does anyone receiving this so-called guidance then look upon their pastor or whomever and be like oh you're so right
0: i don't understand how you could actually look at this i don't understand why you would think that somehow this is okay I don't understand why you would would look would go through this book. You're homeschooling your kid. You look at some of this material, and you say, "Wait a minute! You're blaming kids for their own rape." Yeah, this is gaslighting.
1: I don't really like that term.
0: I don't. I, okay, what other term should I use, Jay? I don't mean to be a smartass.
1: No, 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 it's bullshit. Is what it is. It's bullshit. They're blaming the victim. So what that does is it creates a sort of – this all mental manipulation and emotional manipulation to get them dependent upon the church is basically what it boils down to, them, dependent upon the faith. If you follow what we say, this won't happen to your kid. If something bad happens to your kid, it's because you weren't following what we say. And everyone knows human beings are fallible. No one follows anything 100%. No. no one does. No one. Even if even people that have like autism to an extreme degree where they thrive under a strict rule set, even they don't follow 100 percent of the rules. No one follows 100 percent of the rules. No one. So therefore, they create this circumstance with this quote unquote counseling wherein anything bad that happens is because you're not following us as strictly as you should be. You're not being as obedient as you should be. And those scriptures that they're talking about that they reference are all being taken out of context to help reinforce this. And then they mix in science with it so that they can make it seem like it makes sense. From a scientific point of view, it makes sense, right? Which is all more manipulative bullshit is what it is. You know, it's all just so much crap. So that the followers of this, this church, it, they get indoctrinated into these very rigid beliefs. If These people actually read the Bible and actually contemplated what's in the Bible. They would realize that this church is full of shit. Right. Right. Everyone has a choice. If, so- if someone does something bad to your kid, it's because they made a choice to do something bad to your kid. There's nothing that you could have done to prevent it, or very little that you could have done to prevent it, depending on what's going on, of course, right? There are people, women out there who have been raped who are listening to this shit and being and thinking that it's their fault that if they had only turned their bodies over to God, they God would have never let them get raped because they're missing that key element of the freedom of choice. That asshole chose to do something bad. God had nothing to do with it. That man chose to be a rapist. That person chose to be a molester. They made those decisions. God didn't guide them to to do that, to teach you a fucking lesson. No, They made that choice. Those evil individuals decided that for their power trip, for their own gratification, to make them feel stronger or more superior, they chose to engage in those actions. And teaching someone that if only you had prayed harder is bullshit, it is absolute bullshit. I read nothing in the Bible, and I've read the Bible cover to cover. I have read nothing in the Bible to make me believe That God allows bad things to happen to people because he's trying to teach them a lesson. That's not, I don't see that anywhere in the Bible.
0: It doesn't work like That's not how
1: it works. You have choices and you can choose to do the right thing or the wrong thing. You know what? Everyone else on earth has that same choice. We're up to what? Seven billion people on earth, something like that. Seven and a half billion people and more. That means every single one of those people has choices they can make. They can choose to do the right thing. Or they can choose to do the wrong thing. And a shocking number choose to do the wrong thing. Those are the Jeffrey Epsteins in the world. Those are the people who make people like Jeffrey Epstein into fucking billionaires. Exactly. Because they're willing to deal in this trash. And the Duggar family, that church they belong to, is twisted. They may have good intentions, but they're doing some pretty sketchy shit.
0: I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the idea that Michelle Duggar had a miscarriage after what, son number one, daughter number one, after they already had, a, a I guess, maybe a, a, a couple of kids already. Right. And God told him to get off birth control and have as many kids as they possibly can as a part of this quiverful movement. Is to me delusional. I don't think that God actually spoke to Jim Bob and said, Knock your wife up at least 20 times. Turn that uterus of hers into a clown car. I'm really skeptical of that.
1: I am too. But at the same time, there's a part of me that says, Hey, as long as they can afford it and they can give those kids a good life, more power to them, right? That's one part of me. That's the the libertarian in me, the person who believes that, hey, we all have our choices to make in this life. And as long as you deal with the consequences of your actions on your own head, be it, right? Then they do this skeevy shit that just makes it so hard for me to say, yeah, you have a right to do that.
0: You have a right to do that. But the, the question is, is that at, at what point... Does anybody have too many kids? And is, is, this, is this the trap that we're falling into?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know how philosophical or political you want to get with this, right? Because there are people out there who believe the government should prevent people from having more than so many kids, right? Um, due to the effect on the environment, due to a lot of different factors. There's people who think that People should only be allowed to have so many children. I disagree with that. You should be able to have as many children as you can afford. However, you also are supposed to take care of those kids. And when your child is molesting your other children, you are not taking care of those kids properly. You need more supervision on that one kid. You need to not let that one kid be alone with any of the other kids. It's you need to not take your children over to someone's house when they've got someone living there who is a known child sex offender. You need to teach and train your children to be able to identify evil when they see it, to be armed intellectually and emotionally, to be able to evaluate those situations. And if they're hanging out with the wrong friends or they're in the wrong crowd or whatever, to know it's time to get out of this. And shit happens. Sometimes things happen in your life, and again, no one's perfect, so you're not going to be able to fully prepare anybody for anything. So you do the best you can. And saying that God has taken care of it because I said a prayer when your little boy is molesting your little girls is not taking care of it. You haven't done a damn thing.
0: You can't just send your kid off this weird kooky pastor who is also being charged with sexual harassment and and sexual molestation of under gay age girls
1: know that at the
0: time you don't think so I thought I thought it was pretty clear
1: yeah but when he was when he was counseling them was did they know that that point when he was counseling them that he was also accused of doing what he's supposedly counseling them with helping their child get over did they know that at the time? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt because they need a lot of benefit of the doubt.
0: You, th- Yeah, I mean.
1: My understanding is he got charged afterwards after he gave them counseling. But I, it's, I'm not 100% sure on that. And the truth is, is we all make evaluations, right? Oh, absolutely. You, you've been in religious situations that you Absolutely. thought were good and only as time went on you find out no this is this is fucked up you know so it is it's it's we do make mistakes
0: by all uh, means by all means and i I mean god knows i'm not freaking perfect i'm far from it i've made some pretty horrible mistakes in my life Like there was that time that I actually put the money down on that counter and said one ticket for Howard the Duck, please. I did that knowing full well that this was going to end badly.
1: No, you didn't. You had faith. You Uh, believed that it was going to be okay. George wouldn't uh, do that to me. George
0: wouldn't do it. George wouldn't do this to us.
1: George is a genius. He really is. It's okay. It's okay. We've all made those mistakes, Eric. (laughs) How could the man be behind Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Empire Strikes Back?
0: Do this to us, <laughs> you know. I mean, see, and this is what <laughs> happens to us. We do. We we take something so incredibly like horrific, and now I'm making jokes about being, you know, about bad movies. About I mean, bad movies. A little. Sur- the bait. truth
1: of the matter is, this is this is why I don't believe in cancel culture when it comes to specifically to comedians. Right. Right. If a comedian is making a joke about something extremely serious that's going on in the public consciousness, it's to help us deal with it. That is the reason why we have comedians. That is the function they serve in society, right? So when people get all bent out of shape because someone made a joke, quote unquote, too soon, I actually question that. It may be too soon for you, but it may be exactly what someone else needed to hear, you know? And I think that comedic element, you know, you and I joking around about something as serious as this is because we none of us want to realize there are evil people in the world. There is a large segment of us that does not want to think about that. We don't want there to be evil in the world. And there's a lot of complex reasons behind that. Part of it is we don't want to recognize that we ourselves are capable of doing such evil acts as these other people have committed. And the truth is we are. Every single one of us is capable of being the next Hitler under the right circumstances. Every single one of us is capable of being the next um, Pol Pot or, you know, Ivan the Terrible or whomever. Pick your favorite asshole from history. And every one of us has that capability of being and engaging in that level of evil, right? We don't want to admit that because we also don't want to admit that every single one of us could be the next Mother Teresa. You know, we are capable. We are infinitely capable. We are capable of being the greatest hero the world has ever known, or the basest villain ever to step on the earth.
0: Or maybe we both. We all
1: have those people.
0: Or maybe or both. both.
1: Well, Gandhi was said to um, have some predilections towards younger women, young girls, and he's largely looked at as being a very honorable man. So we all have possibility of encompassing great light and great shadow for life, right. for a more poetic way of phrasing it. Right? We all can do that. How many of us are willing to look at ourselves in the morning and say, honestly, am I living up to my true potential?
0: Oh, I know I'm not.
1: I know I'm not. Right. Well, which path are you on, though? Are you walking the line between hero and villain? Are you more on the hero side? Are you more on the villain side? And do you even have the intellectual and emotional honesty to evaluate that appropriately? Are you justifying doing things you know are wrong? because you have a good reason for doing it, that's something that I think a lot of us don't want to think about. We don't want to realize that about ourselves, which is why you, know, you have this reality television phenomenon out there where people are watching people like the Kardashians. Oh yeah, they may be rich, but look at them. They're morally vacant. They have no depth, you know, and it makes us feel better. I may not have millions, but at least I'm not like that asshole. No, I no, really? I am like
0: that asshole, yeah. but I don't have the millions. That's my problem.
1: <laughs> and he, but well, here, yeah, but that's you yeah, go ahead.
0: Here's the thing. If somebody from the learning channel or any other network knocked on my door and said, you know what, you have a really interesting life. We would like to do a reality TV show, you, show for you. Here's $12 million for a multi-year contract. I don't think I have the strength to say no, because $12 million... I'd like to think
1: I do. I'd like to think I do, but don't know. Because that money would solve a lot of problems. You know, my kid's college would be paid for. We wouldn't have to be wondering how we're going to freaking afford it. Right. You know, that money would solve a lot of problems. That's where the temptation comes in. And that's why we have that temptation. Now, would taking that money and putting your life out there for everyone to see be worth your kids college being paid for?
0: I honestly don't. Really I, I honestly don't know, Jay.
1: No one knows. Because, I mean, because he, until, he, you, he, until you're confronted with that decision, you have no idea. And even then, you're going to make the decision blind, just like you plopping down that money for that Howard the Duck ticket. You, in your <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, yeah. in your mind, you put down that money in good faith thinking, this could be fantastic. And I want to see if it is or not. Right. You had that faith in George Lucas, you poor deluded fool. And you put that money down and you walked in and you did that. So now here comes this television studio. They've got all the money in the fucking world. And they say, we will pay you $10 million a year if you let us set up cameras in 90% of the rooms in your house and just live your life. Right. Just live your life. And we're going to show everyone what's going on. In the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, I can pay for my college kid. I can get the house fixed up. I maybe can move into a nicer house, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. Right? That's what you're thinking. You're thinking of the good you can do with that. Right. No one no one honestly is going to be thinking how can this fuck up my life? No one thinks that.
0: No, I'm 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 pretty much a twist twisted sick individual and I can tell you right now exactly how that could mess up my life cuz I I know how I react with just a little bit of success and yet on we the other hand you would
1: also hand, be still tempted though oh
0: hell yeah oh shit if they knocked on the door right now and they said we want to do a reality TV show about you and your family and your kids and what it's like to be this podcaster dude with your literally, literally dozens of followers <laughs> and it was like yeah. and if i and if i put up some boundaries and if having a reality TV show would get us more guests And would be allow us to do the show on a daily basis. Right. If I, if we could do, if we could do news of the day first thing (laughs) in the morning and then do, um, an interview show in the afternoon.
1: Now here's the question though. What if they said you can't move out of your house? You have to stay where you are. You have to live in this city. You still have to live in the same place you're living you have to um, – you still have to have the job. So you're getting all of this money, but your circumstances really aren't changing at all. Because let's face it, if your life is interesting right now and then you change it, you're gambling that they think you're the interesting thing, not your circumstance. I know I'm an asshole. No, I,
0: I, I, don't, <laughs> it, I, don't, I don't think you are. I, I generally don't think that you are because i know myself well enough to know <laughs> <laughs> that i would look at this and say this reality tv show is my ticket to fame and fortune and and fulfilling my life's purpose i'm sure jim bob duggard thought the same exact thing 15 to 20 my point, years ago and then was he always an asshole or did the reality show turn him into this monster? Because if you if you read what um, Derek Dillard and his wife. Is it Jill? Is it Jill Dillard? I'm not I'm not. It's hard. It's hard for me to keep track of all of them. Yeah. And now that you have. Uh, Derek and Jill speaking out about the the truth about what goes on behind the scenes and what a monster Jim Bob Duggard is and what a massive freaking control freak he is. And the kids who are on the show don't see any of the money from TLC. It's all filtered through their dad. You know what? If I if I was one of those kids, if Chuck and Linda had a tv show called six kids and counting and i was getting the money directly through my dad not through the learning channel and my dad says yeah this is what you're getting paid and it's like it's barely enough to pay the bills you know what fuck you chuck i want to fucking read the contract
1: i want my fucking cut yeah but you're saying that you're saying that now as a 51 year old man right when you were eight would you have had the intellectual capacity and worldly understanding to be able to evaluate that I don't know. I don't think you would. I don't think anyone would. I really don't. That doesn't mean that it's okay what he did. It just means that there's a part of me that understands, you know, my kids are not going to be able to handle that money responsibly. They're not going to know what they're doing with it, blah, blah, blah. You can see the trap that then follows through with that, right? The money and the fame. I would like to think I'm a strong enough person. To say, no, I don't need that shit. Thank you very much. You can keep your millions of dollars. So I'll keep my happy little struggling life, right? I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would have the strength of character in order to turn that down. Because like you said, you're thinking exactly, I can make things so much better for my family, right? Yeah. And it, to me, this is it's similar to like when people go on an interview for a job. Everyone goes on an interview with wanting to get the job. And I think that's a mistake because the truth of the matter is when you're going to an interview, they're finding out if you're the kind of asshole they can tolerate on a daily basis. Right. That's the purpose of the interview. It's not to see if you're qualified for the job. You wouldn't be having the interview if they thought you weren't qualified for the job. They have more people applying to the job than they have positions open. They're looking for reasons not to interview and take time away from the people that are doing the job, right? Yeah. So when you go in there, they're finding out if you're the kind of asshole they're going to be able to tolerate on a day-to-day basis. Right. So I say, you should go into the interview looking at them as, is this the kind of asshole I want to work for? Right. You know? And there's been times I was desperate for work where I did not take the job. I intentionally either tanked the interview Or started asking pressing questions that I I knew that was going to piss him off. When I first moved out to Utah, I was unemployed for a little over two years, having a hard time finding a job. Went on this one job interview. This was after over a year on unemployment. I'm miserable as fuck. Applying for a management position, which is something I had been doing for the previous six years. And the guy said, I don't think you're ready for management. I'd like you. I'd like to offer you this other job. And I said, OK, how much does they pay? And he told me, I said, so let me get this straight. You want me to take a position reporting to the person you're eventually going to hire to be the manager? You've seen my interview. You know I've been doing this job for six years. You're telling me you think I'm not prepared for it. So let me tell you what I think you're doing. You're lowballing me so you can save a little money on your monthly expenses for payroll. And you're going to get me to take on the responsibilities of the job without the pay. Thank you very much. Have a good day. And I walked out and I good. called the headhunter. Good for you, buddy. He, right. And I, I called the headhunter, excuse me, the recruiter, the technical recruiter. And he's like, hey, I can't, did you really say that? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I can't believe you said that. I said, I can't believe he tried screwing me over. I'm not that desperate. You know, and the, the guy got quiet and it, everything in life as i get older i realize everything in life is on mostly based on how you view that it could be a great opportunity or it could be a great way of fucking your life up everything that comes down the road can be viewed under the, that sort of a lens so i'd like to think if someone came down and said hey we think you're a very interesting dude. You have a really interesting, cool life. We will pay you $10 million to have a camera on you 24 hours a day, seven days yeah. a week. I'd like to think I would say, fuck you. Oh, I don't need a camera on me. I'm an asshole.
0: Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> trust me. And well, it, it wouldn't be, it, I, I don't think that it would be the same channel that has wholesome Christian families. Right.
1: You know, I think that we if you and I are getting a a, (laughs) if you and I are getting an offer like that from some reality show, it's probably like MTV.
0: (laughs) Probably like like what's what's even what's even worse than MTV, (laughs) you
1: know, like what's the Discovery Channel. (laughs) That would actually make sense if Discovery Channel came to us, and want to do a reality television show and they want to put cameras in your house and all of that shit. That would be the Discovery Channel. Because they can get everything. They can get the ancient aliens. They can get the all the conspiracy theories. You know, I could yeah. see them definitely. I could see them doing that. I could see that offer coming to, across your desk, and you'd be like, "Huh?" Then you'd call me up, Jay. I want to do this, and I'd be like, "You're an idiot. Don't do it, dude. Don't do it. It's gonna <laughs> fuck your life up." Not, do, not no, do that. I I don't I
0: don't think that that would if it was the History Channel. God, see, we're getting down this really weird freaking rabbit hole.
1: Yeah, that's what we do. But I'm blaming the Kraken.
0: No, it's like it, it's like if the History Channel or the Discovery Channel wanted to do the Fedora Chronicles radio. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. The Fedora Chronicles reality TV show.
1: I would want to know what the ha- what the catch is. Why do you want to what is so interesting about my life that you think other people in the world are going to be even mildly interested in it?
0: I would have to read the contract and put it into provision in the contract and say that, like, there are some things that are out of bounds.
1: Well, yeah, but you and I both know the reality of it is you would be able to see the contract, but that offer is going to last as long until someone goes to Carol and says, hey, we want to do this. And Carol would be like, oh, fuck, no.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can actually hear her say. Those exact words. (laughs) I can hear Carol say, "Oh
1: fuck no! (laughs) Oh fuck no! Oh fuck no! Are you out of your damn mind?
0: (laughs) Oh fuck no! Fuck no! No fuck no! Fuck no! No no fuck no! Fuck 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 Fuck. no! What the fuck is wrong with you? Is what (laughs) she'd be asking. Because you you realize that we they would actually have to include like you know." Our in-laws as well. My parents, your parents. Right. All these other people. bibbity boppity boop
1: Right. All these other people, most of whom you don't even want to deal with, and a lot of whom suddenly would be okay dealing with you because they can get their 15 minutes of fame.
0: Oh, sure. I can, ima- I can imagine one bitchy redhead in particular thinking, oh my God, that's gross. Oh, you want to do a... Oh, why would you want to do a, a, a reality TV show on him? Oh, my God. Like, like my life is like fully loaded.
1: Right. But then again, if they would do a a reality show on her, they've already done that. It's called the Kardashians.
0: Think of a more redneck version of the Kardashians. Oh, shit. Did I say that out loud? I mean, I mean, that's the problem with doing a reality TV show. It's a slippery slope. Like, well,
1: not just that, but it's also the unreality of reality TV, right? They always ratchet up the drama for no particular fucking reason whatsoever. There's always some sort of pseudo crisis that's going to take place because that's what creates drama. And it's all utter bullshit.
0: Is this what happened to Jim Bob Duggard? Is this how was he he
1: like that before?
0: Was was he like this before? Here's a guy who, you know, when he ran for the Senate, he had 11 kids already. He was running for I think it was Senate or state state Senate in Arkansas.
1: And let's let's be just purely practical and honest and cynical bastards that we are. You got that many kids and someone offers you money, put your life on TV. You're going to be like, I got to pay for this shit. That's going to be a factor, right? Because how can you afford 20 kids? Who can afford 20 fucking kids in today's world? No, because every team, every every single one of them, time they teach reach 13, probably several years before that, they're going to want a cell phone. They're going to want the Xbox. They're going to want the PlayStation. They're each going to want their computer. They're each going to want a fucking tablet. When they reach 16, they're each going to want a car times 20. Yeah. Bill Gates would be struggling under that kind of financial burden. That's a shit ton of money. So, yeah, I could see where a father in that situation, it's one thing for, it's fine for, you know, a church to be teaching that. The hard reality is they're not the ones that are going to be paying your damn bills. And I firmly believe his bid for um, Congress was motivated, at least in a little bit, by having fucking steady income that could help them pay for everything. Yeah, And they put smiles on their faces and everything else. But at the same time, behind the scenes, there's every single month going through their head. How are we going to do this? How are we going to pay for this? And they, you know, it's just like most religions. And I have no problem with religion itself. It's usually what ends up how people end up reacting to it, right? Is you get these people who want everyone to think that they're doing perfectly fine. You know, they want to believe everyone doesn't see the bruises underneath the makeup. They want everyone to believe they don't notice, you know, the threadbare quality of the suit that they're wearing. They want everyone to think that their life is perfect. That's not what religion is about. Religion isn't about being perfect. It's about trying to be better. You know, it's one of the things that used to drive me nuts is when people would say, oh, you do this? That's not very Christian of you. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to be better. You don't join a religion because you're perfect. You're joining a religion because you need help getting better. And for some reason, the dichotomy involved in that with the mindset that people have is they don't want everyone to know that that's why they joined the religion, even though you're talking to a room full of people who did the exact same fucking thing. Right. Right. Then you've got the people that are in there who don't have any faith in the religion at all. They're just so obedient to their parents that they're continuing to doing that even long after their parents died. Why are you going to a church you no longer believe in? Right. Cuz people can tell if you don't believe anymore. People can tell when you're just going through the motions. Right. It's just ridiculous.
0: It it, it honestly is. Yeah. And the and there are aspects to being rich and famous that you, you you just don't know how you're going to behave. You don't know how you're going to react.
1: And how could you? How could you how could you know the circumstances that are going to show up, you know? Say for example, we can make it real big, right? We're able to do the show every day, right? Now we're out at MuFon right. or some other convention. If right? it's still happening.
0: If it's still I'm just, happening. I'm
1: just I'm just saying ass- Oh, okay. Assuming assuming, you know, we're now making enough money where we've both quit our day jobs and we're just doing the podcast for a living and we go to Mufon. Right. right.
0: Which is the ultimate goal, obviously. Which
1: is right. And then some group becomes up to you. Oh, you're, I love your show. It's so awesome. I listen to it every week, blah, 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 and starts grinding up against you.
0: Yeah. Or you get a strange text like this. I didn't want to fall in love again. I cared less about having another relationship. I became very lo- lonely and I worked too hard. It was so painful for me to be alone, but I've decided to move on with my life. Now I realize it's time to stop being alone as life is too short, I want to love and be loved again. I would like to have a secret relationship with you, Eric. Eric, right? please promise me you won't let your wife know about it. Right? That's just while we're recording this episode. <laughs> Seriously? I'm,
1: I shit you not. Jesus. So here's, But here's the thing, though, right? We're doing this. This is our job. This is what we do for a living. We're gone to conventions seven, eight times a year. We're gone for a week, two weeks at a time. It's one thing to be loyal to your wife when you're looking at her face every morning and going to bed with her every night. Are you going to be able to maintain that loyalty when you haven't seen her in three weeks, four weeks? Because Carol works and goes out for her job. She travels and shit. Right. You know, and also realize that in a few years, let's, Kids are not going to be living with you anymore. Right. It's going to be just you.
0: Yep. No, seriously.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's worth thinking about. I mean, i I'd, I'd like to think that, you know, however it would change my life, it wouldn't change me as a person. But the truth is we are molded and changed by what happens in our lives. I'm not the same person I was four years ago when I was married. Right. I'm not. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Things have changed. I like to think changed for the better. But has it all been for the better? In some ways, I'm a worse person than I used to be. In some ways, I'm a much better person than I used to be.
0: Yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> On the one hand, I so much want to f- hate Jim Bob Duggar with a passion of 10,000 burning suns. I want to hate and despise Josh Duggar probably to the point where it's probably a little unhealthy because I wish my parents were, had stayed together and got their shit together. I wish I had the opportunities, creative-wise, that Josh Duggar had if I grew up like he did in the celebrity spotlight And had a platform like he had that he pissed away. Mm -hmm. I want to hate this guy because he pissed away the opportunities I wish I had. Now, I'm glad that I didn't grow up in an overly religious cult. I'm glad that I had somebody like my Uncle Bob and Aunt Jenna who were there who said, hey, Eric. Don't be a retard. Straighten out. Do your laundry. Shave at least once or twice a week. Expand your horizons. There's more to life than this little bullshit. As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for Jenna and Bob, I may not even be here. I had those people in my life. My life was still a little fucked up. But after the age of 18, who's to blame for all of that? Okay? Okay. I'm angry at somebody like Josh Duggar who pissed it all away because he's evil. He's evil with, with a diseased mind and a diseased mentality. He threw it all away for just dis- disgust. He had. He's probably still has a wife that adores him. He's pissing it all away on garbage. Pissing it all away for child porn.
1: Well, yeah, but he also grew up under a spotlight that you and I have never had on us. Every day during filming, they got up and were told, okay, you got to get ready for the cameras. Remember, kids, we all love Jesus. Whether you love him or not, you still got to say it or dad's going to beat the shit out of you. Right. Right? That's how he grew up. How would that have fucked you up? Now, I know you've had a rough life, I was not abused in any way shape or form. Right. I'm an anomaly. I I my parents are still married. I you know, I wasn't abused as a kid in any way shape or form. So, I don't know if I could handle that. I don't know if I could handle having to be on like that 24/7, 365. I don't know. No. What would that do to you? How would that change you? What effect does that have? I mean, how many child stars are there in the world who aren't fucked up in one way or another?
0: Too many, <laughs> you know,
1: sorry. No, there's there's uh, just the opposite. There's oh, oh, most I'm of sorry. them are fucked I,
0: I, mis- yeah. I misunderstood the question.
1: No, that's fine. But yeah, I mean, and that's just it. Growing up under the spotlight like, like that, by all evidence we have before us, is not healthy. It is not good. And at some point in his mind, he believed that he could do whatever he wanted and no one is going to do anything. It's all going to be okay. He already got in trouble for it once and look what happened to him. Nothing. He didn't go to jail. He didn't go to prison.
0: Even, even, even worse. Even worse.
1: Yeah. He had no punishment whatsoever. None. So, of course, he's going to do it again. He's got a predilection for it. If he likes it, if that's what gets his engine revving, then yeah, of course he's going to do it because there's no consequence for him. He can do whatever he wants and there is no consequence. Well, there is now. He's no longer the cute kid that's the oldest of 19 children on the reality show where they're making millions of dollars and it's not a cash cow for the the television network that's paying his bills. Now they don't care. They pull from the article that we read. He got arrested at the car dealership he was working at. Working at, not owned. He was working at a car dealership. This guy was a car salesman when they arrested his ass. And the only reason why his name's in the paper now is because of his parents and that show, what, 10, 15 years ago, however the hell long ago it was? Otherwise, we wouldn't even be hearing about it.
0: No. Like, if if Josh Duggar... Was just this creepy guy in Arkansas and nobody heard about this guy had ever didn't know anything about this guy. You didn't watch him grow up and you didn't watch him be indoctrinated into this strange cult from his parents and he was arrested for possession and trafficking child porn. Nobody would care. Right. Okay. Okay. But here's the thing that made me really seriously sick. I mean, physically ill. When I first heard about this on Friday, okay? What he saw on his computer screen or his phone or whatever, that's child rape, okay? That's child rape. And somehow you know he's getting off on child rape. Also, many of those kids were abducted and raped and it was on camera what happened to those kids afterwards that they were abducted and raped like that and those images are put on the internet what's the percentage of those kids in those images that he saw were kids who were abducted raped and murdered and dumped somewhere who the fuck knows where or put in a shipping container and sent to who who knows where in the world Josh Duggar is a party of that. He's a party to that. Josh Duggar is an active participant in child abduction, rape, and murder, and perhaps child sex slavery. These charges are far worse than what we are being told.
1: Well, they're worse than we're being led to believe because the news media doesn't talk about that far down the line. They don't present it in those terms, right? A month or no, it was four or five months ago now, they did a, um, it was a joint operation between the, I want to say it was the FBI, um, state governments, and there was another federal law enforcement agency that I'm ashamed I don't remember who it was. They pulled They saved 12 children who were being trafficked for sex. 12 children. Chances are, one of those children at least was in one of those videos that was found on Duggar's computer.
0: Say that again. For those of you saying to
1: yourselves, why didn't I hear about this? That is my question, too. Why didn't you hear about it? Say that again. Why is it that we know about
0: it? Say that again.
1: There was a joint operation two or three months ago where they saved 12 children from sex trafficking 12 children why wasn't that in the news how come we know about jim fucking duggar but we don't know about those i'm just going to say it everyday heroes who are flawed individuals but they saved children from a lifetime of sex slavery how come that's not what's on the topic of the news of the day how come we're talking about jim fucking duggar and his crazy, mixed-up childhood instead of that. Because I've told you everything I know about that, but we don't know anything more because the news doesn't report it. Why doesn't the news report that shit?
0: Right. That's not an unfair question, Jay.
1: Because I would much rather be talking about how There are 12 children in the world who are going to get the counseling they need, who are going to get the aid they need. They're going to get the help they need. They may be reunited with their families and they're not going to be forced to perform sex acts on each other or have sex acts performed on them so that some pervert somewhere can get their rocks off.
0: And all I can say to that is that it should be very, very hard and it should be very difficult Right now, knowing what we know to be a fan of the Duggars, it should be it should be painful and difficult to openly say that you're a fan of the Duggars TV show, knowing what you know, knowing if you're a fan or a follower of the Duggars or 19 Kids and Counting, or Counting On, whatever the name of the, the TV show is, yeah. your life should be made very difficult, and you should be very uncomfortable right now. Yeah. To such an extent, there should be a campaign to boycott and cancel their revenue stream. I mean, TV show. They should pull the plug on this fucking thing and say enough is enough. The learning.
1: Honestly, sh- I don't know about that. I mean, if people want to watch that, people want to watch that. But they have to realize, in, at least to my way of thinking anyway, you have to realize that what you're watching, your mindless entertainment for an hour of the evening, is resulting in the enabling of child rape. That's one of the byproducts of your guilty pleasure for the night. Is it worth it?
0: Could I? i close the tv show or could i close the podcast by asking are fans of the show and people watching the show accomplices at this point or enablers at this point at some point at some point if you're if you're watching the duggars on tv and 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 you know about the charges against josh duggar and you know how those kids are raised and you know how these kids are indoctrinated into believing that if you're raped it's somehow your fault and god's going god let this happen to teach you a lesson for whatever reason N- knowing that the knowing that the daughters are t- treated just a little better than cattle the way that these kids are denied normal lives and not able to experience the same thing my kids are allowed to enjoy knowing full well that seeing what I, I have seen on TV so far of the Duggars. It's just this side of abuse and neglect just on this side. And I'm pretty sure that Jim Bob Duggar does not spare the, the rod when dealing with his kids. I'm pretty sure that he is borderline if not across the line abusive at what point are you guilty of the of, of all of this? If you're a fan of the show and if you're one of the twenty million people who watch the show, at what point are you an accomplice to child abuse and neglect?
1: That's the hard question, isn't it?
0: I think it's a question that we should be asking ourselves a lot more. And I think that we should start looking at our relationship at reality TV and maybe start pulling the plug stop giving these people the attention that they that they that they crave and they demand because i think i think that we have as a society in our relationship with reality tv shows i think we've crossed the line i think we've crossed the line and we've become a nation of enablers in some way shape or form especially the people who watch the duggers on the learning channel i think the learning channel have played a part in making Josh Duggar, the monster that he is.
1: I mean, it's, I don't know how to, how to phrase this. It's, it's a valid question. And then of course, there's always the idea out there that some lawyer is going, Hey, that's, that is a valid question. Maybe there's a lawsuit there. I could make money out of.
0: Yeah. I can sue the learning channel. That's that's, the
1: ticket. Right. And And so for me anyway, the way I look at it is I don't want the government to come down on them. I don't want like power of the people. I don't want to rally people to cancel something that I disagree with. I think we all need to take just personal accountability. Make the decision for yourself is what is happening to those kids. Are you contributing to it? If you don't think you are, so be it. God bless you. Go on. Do what you want to do. But me personally, I've never seen the show, never wanted to see the show, want to see it even less now.
0: Oh, sure. I'm looking up right now here and you're going to hear my keyboard, my loud keyboard that my son gave me here. Trying to think.
1: Uh Uh-oh. That's when the trouble starts.
0: Two million, three hundred and twenty-one thousand and twenty-four people. 10 of whom are my friends have liked the counting on group on Facebook. That's 2,321,024 people who I think are enablers. And I think, and, and and I'm going to close the show by saying this. I'm going to repeat what I had said earlier. We need to start rethinking our relationship with reality TV shows and start coming to grips with the fact that um, Jim Bob and Michelle created this monster. But we as a viewing audience had some part in being an enabler to some way, shape, or form. And I, I, and I do think that now's the time for a, uh, for a bo- boycott. Now's the time for a protest. Now it is time to get the show off the air, and perhaps, maybe, maybe get ch- children protective services involved in this, because we also have to stop and think about Josh Duggar's six, almost seven kids. Have they been molested? Have they been sexually assaulted by their father? That's that's a serious well, question.
1: If he's are any of his younger brothers have have the same issue, shall we say?
0: Yeah anyway so that's the show buddy
1: <laughs> yeah
0: that's the show all right difficult topic but you know what I, I think that I think that we we handle it really actually quite well <laughs>
1: I like to think so <laughs> so
0: all right Jay it's thank you difficult.
1: Thank you I mean this is this is a difficult topic but it's also think worthwhile discussing
0: congratulations on surviving another episode of the fedora chronicles radio show find out more about the fedora chronicles by visiting our website the that's where you can find our show notes past episodes and articles follow us on twitter facebook instagram by simply searching for us on those platforms Don't forget to join our group on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so that you can keep up with what we will be talking about in the next episode. Facebook, Twitter, and our email address, FedoraCronicle at google.com are great ways to drop us a line with your comments and show topic suggestions. And if it's any good, we promise we will read your comment on the air. Support the show by contributing to our Patreon page patreon.com slash Fedora Chronicles. For a mere dollar a month you get early access to the podcast updates on what we're doing and for $5 a month you get all that and a t-shirt and coffee mug of your choice. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you to all of our listeners who are already contributing. You can also support the show and show off your incredible, impeccable taste by buying our merch at Sazzle.com slash store slash Fedora Chronicles. The theme songs for the show are Royal Flush and Black Cabaret by All of Musique. All other music on the show is listed on the show page and has been provided to us by Premium Beats from Shutterstock. Copyright the Fedora Chronicles 2020, all rights reserved. On behalf of my co host, Jason and I, this is Eric Render King Fisk signing off and reminding you. Keep your chins up and your fedoras on. Oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. No, fuck no. Fuck no. No, no, fuck no. Fuck, 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 fuck no.